Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 1. That which hath been the word of Jehovah unto Jeremiah concerning the matters of the Darths. Darth means a lack of. The people of Judah are going to experience great lack when the Babylonians attack them. 2. Mourned hath Judah, and her gates have languished. They have mourned to the earth, and the cry of Jerusalem hath gone up. The city of Jerusalem will cry unto the Lord because of its great destruction. 3. And their honorable ones have sent their little ones to the water. They have come unto ditches. They have not found water. They have turned back, their vessels empty. They have been ashamed, and have blushed and covered their head. The nobles of Jerusalem will send their young children out to get water. You had to go outside the city to get the water, because the Gihon Spring flowed outside of Jerusalem. But when they went to get the water, it wasn't there. They went back to their parents empty-handed. The reason that the Gihon Spring flows out of Jerusalem is to represent the river of life. When we get to the book of Revelation, we will learn that in heaven there is a river of life, which is the life of Jesus Christ, and it springs from the throne of God out of the eternal heavenly city that is made of gold, and it flows all over the rest of heaven, where the grass and the flowers and the birds are. And everyone can drink from that living water that flows all through heaven, because the river encompasses all of heaven. That's why the water of Jerusalem flows from inside the city of David, out of Jerusalem, going into Judah. So the land of Judah represents heaven, and Jerusalem itself represents the golden city of God. 4. Because the ground hath been broken, for there hath been no rain in the land, ashamed have been husbandmen, they have covered their head. The reason there's no water is because the Lord is going to cause drought to come, and husbandmen are farmers. There won't be any water for the farmers to irrigate. 5. For even the hind in the field hath brought forth to forsake it, for there hath been no grass. A hind is a deer, so it's saying that when the deer give birth, they will just walk away from their babies because there's no grass to lead their babies to eat. They know that their children are just going to die. That's very sad. 6. And wild asses have stood on high places. They have swallowed up wind like dragons. Consumed have been their eyes, for there is no herb. The wild donkeys will look for weeds to eat, and they will look up from the hilltop and they won't see anything green. The wind will just make their eyes dry. 7. Surely our iniquities have testified against us. O Jehovah, work for thy name's sake. For many have been our backslidings. Against thee we have sinned. This is a confession of the people. He allowed the Babylonians to come, because when the people were desolate, then they would finally repent. This is a message of repentance. It was just the remnant who loved the Lord who repented. Most of them refused to repent. Backsliding is when you go back to your sin after you've already been saved. 
you lose your salvation because you go back to your sin. And there are hundreds of verses in the Bible that prove that we can lose our salvation. The people who believe in once saved, always saved, they base that on about two or three verses, but they ignore all the other hundreds of verses that say that we can definitely lose our salvation. 8. O hope of Israel, its Savior in time of trouble, why art thou as a sojourner in the land, and as a traveler turned aside to lodge? This is the people saying, Lord, why don't you stay with us? You act like you're just going to visit for a weekend and then go away. But the better question is why should he stay with them after all of the idol worship that they have practiced? 9. Why art thou as one dumb, as a mighty one, not able to save? And thou art in our midst, O Jehovah. And thy name over us is called, Leave us not. They're asking the Lord, Why don't you speak to us, and why don't you save us? And we know the answer. It's because he has given judgment over them. On judgment day, people will say to God, Save me now, I'll repent now, but it'll be too late. He'll say, No, I've already given my judgment. You have to go into the lake of fire. 10. Thus said Jehovah concerning his people, Well, they have loved to wander. Their feet have not restrained, and Jehovah hath not accepted them. Now doth he remember their iniquity, and inspect their sin. On judgment day all of our sins will be inspected, those that we haven't been forgiven of. And now in this verse he is inspecting the sin of his people, which is very great. They've wandered off the path of following him, and they've gone down rabbit trails of sin. 11. And Jehovah saith unto me, Thou dost not pray for this people for good. The Lord commanded Jeremiah over and over, Do not pray that I will forgive and have mercy on them. This is the one time in the Bible where I've noticed that the Lord commanded the prophet not to intercede for the people, because it was too late. Usually prophets always intercede for the people. Whatever prophet that you may have seen on the internet last, did he pray and intercede for your sin? If not, he isn't a real prophet. 12. When they fast, I hearken not unto their cry, and when they cause to ascend burnt offering and present, I accept them not, for by sword and by famine and by pestilence I am consuming them. He says, I won't listen to them even if they give me an offering or fast in prayer. I'm still going to bring judgment on them because I know it's too little too late. They're just going through the motions to try to put the wool over my eyes. 13. And I say, Ah, Lord Jehovah, lo, the prophets are saying to them, Ye do not see a sword, yea, famine is not to you, for true peace. I give to you in this place. The other prophets were prophesying good positive words. They were saying, Oh, the Lord won't let you starve. The Lord is going to give you his peace. Just like prophets today all over the internet telling people that God is going to restore our nation and God is going to bring judgment against our enemies and give us peace. But the truth is, the tribulation is coming. The tribulation has to come before the millennial reign. 
So we know by reading the Bible that things are going to get worse, not better, and we must repent. In Jeremiah's time, just like today, false prophets were prophesying that everything is going to be good and blossoming. 14. And Jehovah saith unto me, Falsehood, the prophets are prophesying, in my name. I did not send them, nor command them, nor have I spoken unto them, a false vision, and divination, and vanity, and the deceit of their own heart. They are prophesying to you. Jehovah says all these other prophets are liars. They're making it up out of their own vanity. Today we have the word of faith gospel that teaches that if you only speak positive, positive things will come. But that is a new age teaching. The word of faith gospel is based on the new age law of attraction and positive affirmations. It says that we have the power to recreate our lives simply by speaking positive things. But truth is not always positive. 15. Therefore, thus said Jehovah concerning the prophets who are prophesying in my name, and I have not sent them. And they are saying, Sword and famine is not in this land. By sword and by famine are these prophets consumed. God says, because they falsely prophesied that destruction and war would not come, they will die in those battles that they prophesied would never come. 16. And the people to whom they are prophesying are cast into out places of Jerusalem because of the famine and of the sword, and they have none burying them, them, their wives, and their sons, and their daughters, and I have poured out upon them this evil. He also says, Those who listen to the false prophets and believe what they say, they will die outside of Jerusalem, and there won't be anybody to bury them or their children. 17. And thou hast said unto them this word, Tears come down mine eyes, night and day, and they do not cease, for with a great breach, Broken hath been the virgin daughter of my people, a very grievous stroke. The Lord himself will grieve over the people of Judah and their destruction, just as a father grieves for his own daughter. He loves the people of Judah and Israel, even though he is bringing punishment. But this punishment is necessary to affirm to the world who he is and to affirm his laws, which his own people have been breaking for generations. 18. If I have gone forth to the field, then lo, the pierced of the sword, and if I have entered the city, then lo, the diseased of famine, for both prophet and priest have gone up and down unto a land that they knew not. This says that in the field people will be killed by the Babylonians' swords. And in the cities, people will die of famine because the cities will be besieged. And this is because the prophets and the priests were following idols from foreign lands instead of teaching the people to follow the Lord. 19. Hast thou utterly rejected Judah? Zion hath thy soul loathed? Wherefore hast thou smitten us, and there is no healing to us? Looking for peace, and there is no good and for a time of healing, and lo, terror. Jeremiah says to the Lord, 
Have you rejected us completely? Do you hate us completely? Because we don't see any healing or peace. 20. We have known, O Jehovah, our wickedness, the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against thee. Verse 19 and 20 sound like the people who are the repentant remnant, asking the Lord to heal and forgive and not to forsake them completely, and they're confessing the wickedness of their land. 21. Do not despise for thy name's sake. Dishonor not the throne of thine honor. Remember, break not thy covenant with us. They're reminding the Lord, don't completely break your covenant with us because it honors you that you promised that we are your chosen people and your example to the world. They're reasoning with the Lord and asking him not to wipe them out completely. And this is appropriate. As long as you have repented of your sins, it is appropriate to reason with the Lord. But if you haven't repented, don't bother. He won't listen to you. 22. Are there among the vanities of the nations any causing rain? And do the heavens give showers? Art not thou he, O Jehovah our God? And we wait for thee, for thou, thou hast done all these things. This remnant of repentant people are telling the Lord, You're the only one who brings rain to the nations, and you are the one who we look to. No false god can do these things. And that concludes Jeremiah chapter 14.